What's going on, my friends? Welcome on out to Behind the Energy Podcast, where we dive into behind the scenes of DJing, entrepreneurship, and all the excitement in between. We got some friends, some cool people joining us, and a lot of fun stories. So without further ado, let's jump into Behind the Energy Podcast. This is episode number 11 of Behind the Energy Podcast. My goodness, time's flying by. It seems like we did episode number one, Nick, like three weeks ago. But anywho, I got a uh, I got a friend in the house, and he goes by the name of Xander Bricky. How's it going? Xander, what's, what's popping, bro? Not much. Moving into a new place, working on a bunch of design stuff right now for you, and then um, I'm working down at a studio in Salt Lake. Uh, part time, which is pretty fun. So, are you spending time by the pool? You're looking bronze, man. I uh, <laughs> I have been. I was laying out yesterday. Fourth. Oh, for you for real? Oh, actually, it was, was the Fourth of July. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No pool, poolside relaxing. <laughs> did a couple of drinks. There you and go. Um, yeah, it was nice. Good for you. Well, good time. In between moving and celebrating and being busy, thanks for making time. Of course. Yeah. I think. This podcast is going to be a little bit different from the uh, previous episodes because Xander Xander brings the creativity to the house uh, in a different format compared to some DJs and stuff. So we'll talk about that in a moment, but I wanted to introduce Xander and how we met. So we actually met in fall 2017 at yeah, the University right. of Utah at in the Sigma Chi house. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's been a while. I honestly, like, it's been a minute since I've known you. I didn't realize, like, we've been kind of buddies for, like, four years now. Almost four years, So yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of wild. It's exciting to be, like, doing work with you now. It's just the start, bro. sweet. Yeah. I hope so. It's just the start. <laughs> uh, so, Sigma Chi, I think we could talk about that for a second. I never thought I was going to join a fraternity. I thought they were all fake movie, like stuff you see in movies. And I just thought it was just all craziness. Mm-hmm. Did you entertain the idea before college at all? or I like. I feel like I was probably in the same boat as you because I didn't really know what that, like what it meant to be in one. Like what hmm. they did. My biggest like idea of a fraternity came from the movie monsters university which came out like a few years prior um and that that was not very accurate at all um there were very few people with like horns and tentacles in there that was like the main thing i was expecting so um no i yeah i didn't really know my dad uh was also like a sig at the u that's right when he went through the university of utah and he like kind of was lightly suggesting it. So I went to some um, like events and I met Cole Jackman there who like yep. done work with you uh, mostly like up until this point. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. And he's such like a nice friendly guy and like just started talking to him and it seemed like a good fit. Hmm. Um, so well, yeah. You know, we're, I think we'll, so Cole's going to be a guest next week and we'll be able to, I guess, connect the dots there. Um, but yeah, it sounds like we did have a very similar experience, like didn't really know what to expect um, and kind of just was, was roped into it. And 
I'm so glad I stuck with it because now I have hundred plus more more friends in in my circle and yeah. a lot of great memories. Um, Xander and I, I guess you could say, clicked because of skateboarding uh, in SIG. I, f- I feel like that's one of the things or one of the elements as to why we, we really clicked. Yeah, that was like another thing that, um, I don't know, I feel like skateboarding and like fraternity culture are kind of mm-hmm. like not, they don't go together no. super well. No. So there weren't, I wasn't expecting to find like other skaters in the house, but like there's such a like mixed bag of people mm-hmm. like in SIG at the U. So mm-hmm. I don't know when I met, I like got there. And at that point, like I was skating every day, like it was my main favorite thing to do. And so I was just like asking everyone, like, can I play you in skate? Can I play you in skate? <laughs> like <laughs> right after I'd meet them. And then you were like, yes, of course. Yes. And so like, um, yeah, that was fun. Skated together a little bit. Skating in the basement on that slippery, <laughs> on that slippery floor. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I broke my, I broke my board, uh, down in that basement just skating and blasting some tunes and I had left it down there and like in two pieces. Uh-huh. And when I went to go get it, the other piece was missing. So I had to buy a complete new deck when I, when I went to go get a new board, I was bummed about it, but uh, like new trucks. Yeah. New trucks, wheels, bearings. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. And I'm like, you know what? It sucked, but I'm like, you know, I deserve this. So let's <laughs> treat yourself. Send it. I got a credit bit. card. Let's just send it. So, <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, that, that's, that's how we, we met, uh, almost four years ago. And, you know, we've had a few skate sessions along the way out, uh, out front the SIG house on that four stair. Landed a fat heel flip, like <laughs> popped it way too high. Unnecessary. Hurt my feelings. Uh, when you, you were landed filming that me, one. man. Shoot. Uh, not my feelings. I was really stoked for you. It hurt uh-huh. my ego a little bit. I was okay. like, I can't even can't like pop that on flat and you you like doubled the uh height of that staircase okay <laughs> like the, the amount of times i ate it though dude my hips were just <laughs> destroyed uh i i kind of want to venture now i mean t- just preface the boys Xander and our friendship and where it's evolved to now and what we're doing in regards to a live entertainment um xander as long as i've known him you know, in Sigma Chi, being students at the U, and, uh, you know, of course, homie skateboarding. Uh, he's always been an incredibly artistic, creative person. And um, uh, Xander, if you could maybe take a minute to elaborate uh, on, on that in your perspective growing up and, like, your time in the U and your education at the U, and then we can venture into what we're doing now and our, our partnership with the live entertainment, uh, maybe give us some background to totally to the artists or the, the, yeah. the artist, the early Xander. <laughs> I mean, I've been drawing, um, pretty much my whole life. Like I was really into, uh, drawing dinosaurs, like when I was like in kindergarten and just like, didn't ever stop drawing like things. And then I got really into like, uh, cartooning and by like my senior year in high school I was uh painting like skateboarding decks mm-hmm. and stuff a lot and um just like yeah drawing and painting was like a huge part 
of my life. It was like that and skateboarding at the end of high school was like the two main things I was doing. And so I went to the U to go do marketing um, because I was like, that seems like, I guess, kind of a creative pursuit. I had had like art teachers in high school tell me to go to art school. And I was like, I don't think my like, it doesn't seem like a safe investment, honestly. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, And so I was like, marketing is like at least creative. So I'm not going to lose out on uh, you know, I'm not going to be doing data entry or whatever once I graduate. And I couldn't find it on the like application or not application. What's it called? Orientation form where they like wanted you to choose a major. Cause for some reason it didn't occur to me that marketing was through like the business school. That, so, that was my question. Yeah. It's so marketing is within the business school. Yeah. So okay. it wasn't listed as like an independent major. And so since I couldn't find it, I was just kind of like reading through major descriptions and um one that was called multidisciplinary design kind of caught my eye and it seemed like by the description uh pretty similar to what i imagined marketing was um because at that time i had no idea what marketing was like i thought it was making commercials um and turns out i don't think it's any i still don't really know what marketing is but i think it's not that um so yeah i went signed up to do design um through like the school of architecture and they like we toured the architecture building and i met some of the professors and then like i had to take these um what are they like classes that kind of just explain what the major is before you can actually get in and and this was a like semester long class yeah oh, okay yeah it was wow. like a Oh, what was it called? It was like not preliminary. Um, I don't know. Basically, they'd have like guest speakers come in and talk about all the different areas of design that you could go into. And one of the classes, the director of the program came in and just talked about like the angle at which they approach like design um, and how. It's sort of like a blend of industrial design and graphic design and um, like user experience or digital like platform design. Um, And I immediately was just like, I got to do this Hmm. Um, because it like I was able to incorporate that like creative um, like drawing and painting and building things with my hands, but also like applying that to like a kind of scientific way of like studying and solving problems and then also a way to like make money off of that Hmm. where it's like you instead of like making pretty things for you to look at (laughs) you're making like functional and pretty objects or like uh brands or platforms that other people will be like attracted to and willing to pay for. And so I was like, this seems Mm. like a a sound, like if I'm going to pay all this money to go to the U, um, this seems like a good investment Mm -hmm. on like that I can get a job out of this and make money, um, and still get to do stuff that I love to do. So, um, yeah. And then through that program, I really like, learned 
a lot more about like digital or not digital, uh, visual communication and branding and stuff. And then I've been doing like freelance work along those lines, like probably since my sophomore year since then. And it's been super fun. So yeah. Uh, I mean, you just graduated a month and a half ago, two months ago. Yeah. May. You just graduated. So, uh, what's my question? Dang it. Um, Actually, just go back to that that freelance work, and I got another question there for you. Uh, has there been any projects that you, I guess, have absolutely enjoyed doing freelance, or, or, or perhaps, and I know we've talked about this a little bit, Xander. So I apologize if I'm repeating myself, but is there a a certain kind of company or brand that you'd love to apply your your artistic style and taste towards and skills towards? There's a um, lot of questions yeah. right there, bro. There's a lot. Um, I've, it's like one of the main uh, companies I worked with is a company called Coffee Chicks, um, mm-hmm. and they're based up in Park City. Um, it's like a coffee brand for like women who uh, love to get outdoors and do like tons of outdoor activities like skiing, surfing, biking, climbing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's been a super fun company to work with because um they like they started me out just having uh me redesign their coffee bags. Um and so I got to play a lot with like typography and um like layouts and trying to tell their story as a brand. Um, cause they're like trying to like support these grower, like coffee growers in different countries all over the world. And then they take that to park city, those beans and roast them and package them. And then like each blend that they made, at least at the beginning, uh, was like supposed to match up with whatever activity that the people buying these, like this coffee was interested in. Mm-hmm. So I got to do all these fun labels with like their logo, which is a little pink chick, um, like baby chicken. Um, but like it's super flat and 2d and then I just get to like draw, um, like gear on them to like symbolize that, um, activity or Mm -hmm. whatever for the blend. Um, so that's just been super fun as like, uh, I don't really have to do a lot of like research or thinking too hard. I can kind of just like get the prompt and go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't know. It's, there's like fun things about every job. And then there's also like some drawbacks. Mm-hmm. You never get like full creative control over anything. Cause like, it's not my brand that I'm building for me, but like, obviously, uh, all these companies like have, somewhat established like image and color scheme and everything and I have to like work around that and sometimes that can be really like frustrating and um feel like kind of a box that I'm stuck in but it can also be like a really those constraints can be like really conductive to finding like creative solutions to Mm. to their work so it's a great way of looking at it so we were chatting at the skate park like two months ago or something like that, Xander? Probably about that. And, and yeah. Xander showed me um, 
a few images from, is it Coffee Chicks? Yeah. Coffee Chicks, their brand book. And I didn't necessarily know what a brand book was at the time. Uh, if you could give a brief introduction of what that entails. Yeah, it's basically like the um, kind of main uh, collection of every visual identifier for a brand. So like it's this basically slide deck that has the standards for like color, typography, layouts, textures, logos, secondary marks, anything that like makes a brand feel cohesive and they can apply these like principles that are in this slide deck to whatever you're working on. There we go. So um, whether it's like the website or packaging or like advertisements, everything follows the guidelines built into the brand book. So I didn't, I didn't know what a brand book was and I only got a few, few glimpses of coffee chicks and I'm like, yo, I want one of those for a live entertainment. And I, I've known Xander to, to be an excellent artist. He's was designing a lot of the, uh, uh, I guess you could say apparel for Sigma Chi and everyone absolutely oh my gosh that's a whole nother conversation there bro (laughs) (laughs) you get 150 dudes together they can never agree on something but everyone loves xander's designs and so we were skating and he was showing me this and i'm like yo i think xander could bring some really cool stuff to a live entertainment and so he's showing me this brand book and uh i said hey let's let's get uh let's get one of those for a live entertainment eh yeah no, I was I was stoked when you like cuz you had said like a couple of weeks prior to our meeting like you wanted to work with me and I was like I don't know what that means but I love doing brand books. Like they're so much fun cuz like like I was saying like there's a lot of constraints that you have to work around and a lot of the time especially like with the live entertainment and the work that you and Cole have done up to this point like you had a fairly clear brand style and like established look and everything. Um, and it felt like pretty, pretty cohesive already. And I was like, I don't want to change any of this stuff too much. Um, cause it's, it's like almost all right there, but I think we can take this stuff and kind of like work through it and work with it and build like a even more compelling, brand image that kind of like fits your personality mm-hmm. and the energy that you like you bring to all of your shows and stuff just show that a little bit more accurately and um in a way that's like really exciting to look at and, and use xander you don't have to lie to me bro am i constraining you too much no <laughs> have i been no, terrible to work with? actually like with our <laughs> with our last meeting when i showed you those posters i was like oh, i might be stretching this a little too far and you were super cool with it and like stoked on on the stuff I was doing and I was like, Oh hell yeah, like yeah. this is this works then. I'm gonna keep going in this direction. I, I feel like considering I guess our understanding of like the skateboard culture and being similar in age, like that's definitely an element that kinda allows us to understand each other more. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally. Um so yeah, I wanted to bring I wanted to bring Xander on here to um I guess give a little bit behind the scenes of 
what this next wave of what a live entertainment's going to look like. He's the man that's uh, literally behind it all, making this uh, this I guess re- revamped, re envisioned, more cohesive, more compelling uh, visual experience that a live entertainment's going to hold and to work towards communicating. Um, after the podcast, we're going to have a little update on some stuff that I'm super amped to, to check out. Um, but, uh, I, I just can't wait until I could pay you a full-time salary to, <laughs> to do a live entertainment. Cause we're just getting started, Xander. I hope so. It's been really fun working with you so far. So, um, looking forward to seeing like a live entertainment keep growing and getting bigger and it'll be yeah it'll be a lot of fun just get to I'm, keep working with you i'm serious bro i'm I, it won't be soon before long till i'm able to just whip out that salary check and be like <laughs> all right xander this is this is up hell yeah and then you'll be able to come skate in the skate park 24 7 right yeah, yeah. the, the this, warehouse the fancy warehouse factory studio. right yep with um yeah say hi to to uh current cables and nigel stopping by just yeah. to hang out yeah just, with you just just because he stoked. wants to. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, so let's see here, Xander. Maybe perhaps one more question, bro. It, you know, it's short, short and sweet, but and I can't think. I kind of asked it a little bit earlier, but if there was a particular brand or or company or direction that you could take your knowledge, your talent, your skills and and thrive with it, what would that look like? Maybe maybe even the company or the brand aside, like if you could take your creativity and your talent and skills and and design your own career. Mm-hmm. No strings attached, no roadblocks, like what would that what would that look like? Um Honestly, one of the main reasons that I got into design, I guess I didn't really know this at the point when I was getting into design, but one of my favorite projects ever that I did while I was at the U and um, has been something that I want to try and do more of in like my career in the future is uh, furniture design. I had this pro- project where we had to take an eight foot two by four from like Home Depot and cut it up and with nothing other than glue uh, make it into a chair or like some kind of seating piece Mm -hmm. Um, and it was so much fun like working within those constraints and being like okay I have 8 feet by 2.5 inches by 1.5 inches of wood to work with here how can I like slice that up and join it and like maintain strength so that someone can actually sit on this thing. Um, and then like all of that and, and build something that's like proportionally correct. It's a good size and it's not uncomfortable. And, um, it took a lot of time, like a couple of weeks of just like spending all my time in the workshop, trying to like prototype this out until it was done. But, um, I got there and like it was so rewarding to finish that project with like a, a chair that I had made and I was like so stoked on that. So I've just been chasing like doing more um, of these like very 
real world, like physical product, um, kind of work in the future. Yeah. It's safe to say you got an A on the project? I think so. I think I did. Do you still have the chair? Uh, actually, the architecture school took it and put it in their archive. I was supposed to Yo, get it back that's once cool. I graduated, but um, I think they forgot about it. So I'm sure if I went and asked, I could get it back. But I, Archives, like, potentially be displayed? or Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they ended up doing with it. They, I, That same class, I had to build, like, a lamp out of a material called foam core. Um, and they took that as well. So it's somewhere in some storage at the U and maybe sometimes someone looks at it, but I don't know. They, 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 they have a sense that you're going to be incredibly successful. <laughs> and then, you so. know, 10 years down the road, they're like, yeah, we have Xander Bricky's work <laughs> in our, in our, in our display case. And then yeah. they'll charge you $50 for a ticket to go <laughs> see it. <laughs> That's uh, that's definitely sounding like best case scenario. But I mean, like other than furniture, a huge attractor for me at the U of the major was that it was called multidisciplinary design. Um, and so like as much as I love doing furniture design, I want to do more of it. Um, graphic design, web design, like, uh, yeah, like web apps. Um, and then working with like typography and visual communication as well as like uh platform design for either brands or social change like that stuff is also super interesting and fun and i just like i always want to make sure that i'm keeping my uh like there's an expression and i can't think of it right now but where you're like keeping not all your eggs in one basket diversifying your yeah like i have a toe in every uh, pool of design i guess like i've been teaching myself web flow um since i graduated because like i can design websites but building them is a totally different skill set and trying to combine those i think would be like super fun i have some friends that do like freelance web design work and they love it and it, it just helps with like stuff that I can offer to clients when they're like, Hey, um, I'm building this brand. I need like a visual style and, you know, primary and secondary marks and a website. And it's like, Oh, I can do all of that for you. Mm. And I don't have to hand off. Like if I go and build out a wireframe, which is basically like the blueprints for a website, Mm -hmm. I don't have to hand that off and then watch um, some other okay. developer like butcher my designs okay i can kind of like go in and make sure everything's the way that i want it to be and then i can feel a lot better about delivering that work to like potential clients and stuff like that you're so, able to dumb that down enough to where i was able to follow along that makes sense <laughs> okay yeah I, uh, I hope so no that that definitely makes sense um so yeah diversifying your portfolio essentially totally so you can take on a, you know more of more of a project um or be able to work with uh maybe more diverse clients that are wanting specific things right okay yeah i don't want to ever get bored of doing the same thing and mm-hmm. like i think design as a like concept which I don't know if that's the right word, but like it's broad enough that I don't think I'd ever get bored 
designing things. It's just that I want to keep the things that I'm designing like as diverse as possible. Okay. I, I think I'm following along. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I think I lost everyone listening to this. No, just no, like, no. Honestly, I, um, I wish we were able to release these, uh, I guess, more closer to in time or, you know, as the, I wish we were able to release these as we we're recording, but we got to do it a certain way um, because I want people to see what we're working on. I'm yeah. so amped. Uh, like, seriously, I've been envisioning some of this stuff for such a long time and it's actually coming to life. So uh, just be on the lookout. The boys and her brickies cooking up some some fuego. For this you. next chapter of Alive Entertainment. Um, you know, I, again, I think it's kind of short and sweet, but uh, I just appreciate you being on, Xander. Dude, and thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. We need a, we need another skate sesh, and then um, let's see, maybe maybe a year or two, and then I'll I'll get you on salary with Alive Entertainment. <laughs> all right. All right. Sweet. I'm um, just at this new place that I moved into. Uh, the plan is by the end of July, we'll have a mini ramp in the backyard. So you're oh, going to have real? to definitely come stop by. Let's go. We'll sesh that. It'll be fun. And hit me up. I'll, I'll come over and help build it. I'll put some <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears into building it, not bleeding on it when I eat it. Right. And, well, though, yeah. there'll be a lot of both, yeah. I'm sure, happening. Yeah. So. Huh. Well, that, that's that's a wrap. Uh, that. I think this is episode 11 of Behind Energy Podcast. Xander freaking Bricky, thank you, man. I appreciate it, dude. Thank you so much. Um, if Hey, if someone's looking to do some uh, freelance work that. or oh. get, get, some, get some expertise yes. taken care of, how can we, how can we go about that? Um, I am, oh man, I'm working on the second version of, version of my portfolio right now, so it's not up online but if you are interested uh in getting any kind of design work done uh feel free to reach out to me at xander bricky x-a-n-d-e-r-b-r-i-c-k-e-y dot 12 at gmail.com and i will get back to you dot 12 yeah and then uh look out for xanderbricky.com when it eventually goes live you got xanderbricky.com no not yet but i'm really hoping i looked it up no one owns that uh that thing it might be xanderbricky.design whatever domain is cheaper okay <laughs> still uh working on that huh. so well sweet yeah. dude <laughs> thank you yeah not on, seriously if in the event that'd be awesome um but yeah this is podcast number 11 of behind the energy podcast we're literally behind the scenes right now designing this next wave of live, live entertainment and it's because of this guy's skills right here so xander thank you bro yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, uh, catch you next week for uh, episode 12. Peace.